0: Welcome to the Southern Alchemy Wellness Podcast. Southern Alchemy Wellness is a holistic wellness space and retail store devoted to the support of healthy living in the physical and virtual community. Our physical space is located at 4819 East Bush Boulevard, Suite 104. We hope you'll come and see us here. I'm your host, Tracy
1: Person. And I am Darren Person, your co-host, and this is the Alchemy of Wellness podcast.
0: Today, we're talking about light work with our guest, sound healer, Reiki practitioner, community activist, light worker, and friend, Christina Arenas. Hello, Christina. It's so great to have you here today. Thank you for having
2: me. So I'm excited to little, be here. I'm
0: so excited to have you. Tell <laughs> us a little bit about yourself and why you're here today
2: okay well i'm here to talk about light work and just you know chit chat with you guys but also um just to tell you just a little bit about myself i'm born and raised in tampa i love nature i actually like talk to animals i actually talk to um birds and squirrels every morning (laughs) we have like little conversations and um i love to travel specifically like i love road trips You know, a lot of people prefer to fly or whatnot. Mm. I prefer to get on the road and go.
0: We also are avid road trip travelers. Um, We got a big road trip coming up soon. This is going to, yeah, this is going to test us. Um, (laughs) Funny that you said you talk to squirrels because I don't. Squirrels are the bane of my existence. Actually, the
1: squirrels cuss her out every now and then. They do. Um, <laughs> they personalities and start chittering and chatting. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Starting from when I was in Brooklyn trying to have my garden, they would just dig everything up and scream at me. Um, they threw bread at me.
1: That's
0: <laughs> yeah, true. I know. I was going to say, if I didn't have him here to testify to that, like nobody would believe me. I'll but, come
1: downstairs and they'll I'll be like, looking at each other mm-hmm. through the screens, yeah. looking and staring each other down.
0: So now I kind of stick my cat on down <gasps> However, I am an animal lover. I love almost all animals but
2: squirrels. <laughs> Wait, I'm going to have to introduce you to ours
0: yeah maybe this one right yeah this will be the charm so we're talking today about light work and i pulled a webster definition um and i want to just kind of throw it out there and see how you are feeling webster's uh definition breaks this down so it says that a light worker is a person driven and motivated to do work which makes the world a better place they improve people's lives and or elevate people to a higher level of consciousness.
2: Yeah, I can say that's pretty much light on. I I would have to say, um, as far as my definition of a light worker, it would be um, someone who's compassionate, empathetic, has healing hands and heart, Mm. um, has this urge to serve, and um, wants to make a greater impact for the greater good of all involved mm-hmm. um and also just this quest in this um desire and this hunger for ancient wisdom mm-hmm. that's something like i've always I have been so um intrigued by the past and not just you know my direct ancestry and past but like ancient wisdom like just even beyond our two thousand years that everyone likes to talk about like i just I just one who knows so much more about it I'm so intrigued by it. Um, someone who is connected to nature mm-hmm. but also um, sensitive to vibrations and optimistic. I believe a light worker is an alchemist. We have the ability to change it but just like anyone does uh-huh. but really with intention to change the energy in the room. Um, mm-hmm. And that's kind of like my desire, you know, not to become what's there, but to remain who I am in that and maybe even lift it up and elevate it more. Basically, kind of like um, a lighthouse. Nice. Mm, the nice and I like
0: that
1: image. Love yeah. that. Love that. So can you share a little bit more with us about your journey in light work?
2: Yeah. So um, um, I'm the youngest grandchild. And so uh, when I was born, my grandmother retired. So I had the pleasure of being around, you know, my grandmother, my great-aunt, my great-great-aunt. And um, with that, I, I knew that was divine because they really did allow me to be weird. They allowed me okay. to ask these questions. Yeah. They allowed just my curiosity, you know, to be explored. Oh. And... um But I will say, you know, as they got older and as I got older, I kind of lost that just kind of wanting to fit in with, you know, my peers Mm -hmm. and not wanting to be, you know, weird or whatever. But now that I'm older and I'm friends with some of them, they realize that then they still just love me anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but um, I wouldn't say it's been an easy road because I've always had so many questions that I didn't have the answers to. Um, But it's actually was my youngest daughter that kind of, um, and actually even my oldest too, um, that kind of got me on this path to want to know and learn more about myself mm. and what this is, mm-hmm. you know, through questions, but also wanting to be a better mother um, and a better person. And ultimately it was for them, so I thought, but now I realize it was mm. for myself,
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: you know.
0: So you've been on this weird journey and I want to, Respell weird the way the Celts spelled it, W Y R D. They would talk about weirding women mm. as these powerful women as they progressed to cronehood. Mm. Um, so, talk a little bit about how you are embracing your weirdness now.
2: Well, I've decided to be an alchemist in it. I alchemize it. You know, um, one of the things that um, was always weird is I could feel people before they would come, you Mm -hmm. know, and I would just kind of hide that now. It's just kind of like, not make a joke of it, but I acknowledge it. So I acknowledge all of the things that aren't the norm instead Mm -hmm. of trying to hide it or suppress it or um, be ashamed of it, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. You know. So I acknowledge it, and I choose to allow that to be my power.
0: Beautiful. So you take clients in your practice? or I do. Oh,
2: mm-hmm. So talk to us a little
0: bit about um, some of the issues that you might treat or heal or hold space for.
2: Well, one of the things I've learned just through attending therapy myself is most people, just want to be heard Mm -hmm. and they want to be listened to um not necessarily having their problems fixed by someone but just someone to kind of bounce it off of and just to hear it out loud you know just really to hold that space and um also realize that um a lot of people by the time they come to me it's at the beginning of their journey Mm -hmm. which um you know, I had a business coach for like a year or so, and that was a question like, "Who, who, who are your clients? Who are your customers?" Mm-hmm. And it took me a while to kind of really um, identify who they were, and then be comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. But now I realize, yeah, I'm like the person at the gate, I'm like, "Okay, ah. welcome," and it makes like this journey a little bit more relatable, mm-hmm. especially if you're coming from a place that comes from this like dogmatic religious type of upbringing because that's how mm-hmm. I came was brought up as well so um yeah so beginners kind of are the ones that come to me first and just kind of give them that that beginner's guide okay um
0: you work in a lot of different modalities i know i've seen you in a few mm-hmm. um share some of the modalities that you use in your light work um and how you Practice what you practice with those modalities.
2: Okay. Um, well, one is sound healing. Um, I love using, you know, the crystal quartz bowls and also my Koshi chimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I like working with the elements. Earthing and grounding. Um, you know, I I don't think I mentioned this here, but I was raised in the country. So, you know, I had a lot of time outdoors. And outdoors is really healing. So really so introducing healing. people mm-hmm. to being comfortable being in nature Mm -hmm. is one of my modalities. And um, again, like I mentioned, sound, Reiki, but also journaling and um, expressing yourself and allowing yourself to really, um, to think, just to have a moment, just to kind of like pause and be present. That's one of the things, And, and I ask a lot of questions. When you ask questions and you, you know, that's how a lot of things come out that people don't really give themselves space to um, identify in their lives. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. We had a great session last night with you, with your sound bowl, can you explain, do you all often work with sound bowls, or what other?
2: Yeah, the sound is one of the, oh, gosh, it's such a healing modality, such a healing practice. Um, I remember when I went to churches years ago, we had a guest pastor, and He said, the one thing that wasn't created on Earth was sound, was music. Mm -hmm. It was created in the ethers. Mm -hmm. And that always stuck with me. I mean, this is maybe like 15, 20 years ago. He said that, and it always really stuck with me. Um, Music, especially frequency and vibrations, all of that has the ability to heal. So um, I love seeing how it shifts in people and how it shifts the energy. And um, I'm really blessed to be able to do that.
0: Yes. Seems like a lot of the work that you do is frequency work, whether we are talking about light work, mm-hmm. um, which light is a frequency, uh, sound is frequency, um, the heat from your healing hands is frequency. But I am sitting here looking at this fabulous masterwork. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that I am in love with this journal. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a journal of 500 pages mm-hmm. called Light Work, an illuminating soul care journal. And um, I shared with you that journaling for me has been a really kind of uh, tense relationship. Mm -hmm. I love it, believe in it wholeheartedly, used to assign it all the time. But I myself have had a fractious relationship where I would start a journal and not finish or I would be really good for about um, three months and then I would stop. But I think this is a game changer. Do you want to talk a little bit about how you came to create this? Because I can't even believe this was all in your head. (laughs) Uh, And talk about some of the components that um, are your favorites.
2: Um, I've been journaling since I could write. I went back and looked at some of my journals when I was like in third grade, fourth grade, fifth and sixth. And boy oh boy, like I was something else. <laughs> but as I got older, you know, um, I you know, and started like, you know, pulling cards and doing Oracle and paying attention to like the moon cycles and paying attention to dreams and dream work. I would have like three journals just to capture all of these things and that was just overwhelming. So mm-hmm. And I also thought, too, when you're journaling, you're supposed to be writing a story, supposed to be this. You know, I I just had all of these expectations that I don't even know where it came from that Mm. journaling should have been. That's not what the Lightwork Soul Care Journal is about. Mm. It's about um, being present and recording what you recall. Mm. And when you do that, it gives you answers into who you are. And it also gives you space to heal those those pieces of yourself that you didn't even realize needed attention. Mm-hmm. So that's to me what the light work journal is about. is really is shadow work, mm-hmm. but you're putting light on it. That's how mm-hmm. I looked at it. When light and shadows is you know they are tandem. They come hand in hand. So, um, but my favorite part about this journal is the monthly intentions and the monthly reflections mm-hmm. because you get to see. know because when you're constantly going 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 you don't take a pause to even go back and see like what happened last month Mm -hmm. to where maybe it's how you're feeling and where you are right now you know but in this journal it kind of holds you accountable like you know what these are the goals and this is the card that I pulled in the beginning of the month it's 30 days later It's 31 days later where am I now? Did I meet these goals? What challenges came up? How did I handle those challenges? Was did it kind of align with the card that I pulled? What was the message? Did I learn this lesson? You know, mm, so it's kind of mm. like just to kind of shed some light on wh- and what you're going through at that time. You know, your path, your journey.
0: I love the emergence of theme that mm. comes with this level of intentionality. Um, I've been working on it since the new moon, um, so the better part of September. Mm -hmm. And so I'm already seeing some themes that are emerging and I'm aligning it, not only with the card that I pulled, um, but the moon phases Mm -hmm. and, you know, I, I do the moon phase breakdowns on Facebook and just kind of looking to see the places of connection. My favorite part of this journal is the free space because i just never knew what to write in the free space before and now that you have these points of like there's a calendar in the beginning you get to write down all of your events that are major you can talk about your intentions your dreams but then now in the free space i actually have something to write yeah before i i you know i would struggle to like what should i be writing in this free space i mean you know dear diary but now I have this free space where I can take all the intentional pieces that you've laid out for people to explore and I can say, all right, so now I'm free to riff right. and, and do what I want to do. Um, challenging to rediscover my artistic... Um, side I used to draw a lot Mm -hmm. I haven't been drawing in a long time so just I was thinking about like what should I draw yeah um and I still don't know
2: (laughs) it's that it's that inner child it's so many things Mm -hmm. that we used to do that for some reason we just stopped doing it because I guess we feel like oh I'm I'm an adult you know I shouldn't be doodling or drawing Mm -hmm. why not Mm -hmm. we're you know all we are is just you know another year older why don't we sketch why don't we express ourselves in this way it was one of your um, customers um, that was in here and we were talking about that and we're talking about journaling and she was saying like sometimes I don't know what to write so I just don't like to journal and I told her I said and then that's what you write I don't Mm -hmm. want to write or I don't feel like this today Mm -hmm. right and let's say that goes on for a week or two weeks right and then the next day, you feel like you have something else to write, yeah. right? Yeah. So let's say next month, you go through that same phase, mm-hmm. right? And let's say the next month, you go through the same phase. Now you can go back and say, you know what? During this time in the moon, I don't feel like doing anything.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You See, know what There's I mean? some type there's of some pattern. pattern right? yeah.
2: And, you know, that to me is one of the most beautiful things that you can identify the patterns of your life. If you're not paying attention to the patterns in your life, mm-hmm. you're just going,
0: yeah.
2: you yeah. know? There's no recall, there's no accountability, it's just nothing. You're just going, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I like about this. And of course, dream work.
0: Love the dream work. Yeah. Um, another thing I noticed with me is I would not have anything to write and I would sit down and write that I didn't have anything to write. And after a little while, just putting pen to paper and admitting that you don't have something to write. Mm-hmm sets the flow it's like the gates open and you're standing at the gate and you're invited to walk through well okay i didn't have anything to write before but you know now i'm really kind of thinking that i do have mm-hmm. something to write and i think detaching yourself from the belief that it needs to be perfect because mm-hmm. i think that's why so many people are yep. like i don't know what to write right where's my voice i don't know what to do and and you have a voice you just have to unlock it and know that it's really for you right so whatever you write if you wrote a book of curse words right, well, that right. Mm-hmm. your book or Mary right. Mary oh. Had a Little Lamb mm-hmm. or whatever it
2: could even be a song that's just been kind of like playing over and over again in your head and you just want to kind of put it on paper yeah you know you never yeah. even know music again yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. has
2: messages always. always always right
1: and what I really love about it, I wish our listeners could see it is the way it's bound mm-hmm. it's Hard uh, back, uh, you know, white. It looks almost like a Bible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it does look like a Bible. Gold <laughs> embossed and everything. And it's like, it becomes like a, a Bible of your life and the, the rhythms of your life.
2: Yes. Yeah. It's, it's your autobiography. Um, yes, yeah.
1: yes. Beautiful
2: work. Thank beautiful. you.
0: And my daughter, who has some sensory issues, I have a sensory issue family. Um, my son and my daughter touched the pages and they said it doesn't give them the icks.
2: Hmm, they, what is that?
0: They said that they feel like paper, almost in the books that they have to read, feel inorganic and hmm. they don't feel good. And they felt the paper and they said, "Oh, it feels beautiful. Like I could use this." Well, that makes me—that's <laughs> special. I'm yeah. honored yeah. for that. So yeah, chose good paper. <laughs> so who do you hope will buy this journal? Who's your audience
2: for the journal? mm Hmm any and everybody that wants to explore the depths of themselves Mm -hmm. you know the person that asks themselves why do I do that where does this come from Hmm, Mm -hmm. why do why is this dream like what is this dream telling me Mm -hmm. you know symbols and dreams even though the dream might be completely different Mm -hmm. if there's a message to be told there's going to be something each one of those dreams that's going to be somewhat the same it could be Mm -hmm. something like uh, shifting of teeth right or Mm -hmm. a missing toe or something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in different dreams okay it could be a person that keeps showing up in the dream in different ways it could be a color that's that's your subconscious trying to tell you something you know so anyway for this is anyone who just wants to explore themselves a little bit deeper
0: and i like that you said um like Why do I do that? But sometimes you have people who do know why they do things, Mm -hmm. but what they do need to explore and discover is, so what am I going to do about
2: it? Right. Is this still serving me? Yeah. Yeah. Does this serve me? Does this work for me? Maybe I needed this then. But but I don't don't need need it now. now. Right.
0: Right. So I like that you can experience in this journal whatever you want to experience. And I was talking to somebody who was saying, well, I don't tend to like uh, scripted journals. Mm -hmm. And I said, I think what you will experience when you look at it is that it's not scripted at all. She gives you a skeleton and it's yeah. up to you to decide how much meat you want to put on. Absolutely. The so I sent it to them.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they wrote me back, I love this. Oh, <laughs> this is- <awesome. laughs> so I was like, mm-hmm. I knew you would. I, I appreciate knew would. that. I know they do too. They do. Yeah. I think that they they were not expecting this. Yeah. And I'm gonna definitely go on record and say the fact that a black woman has written this. Mm. Has created this um, there's such a move to discredit um, our creativity our voice to believe that we cannot come up with codified ways to do anything mm-hmm. just because we're an oral people mm-hmm. um, yeah. And I, I think there's magic in the tongue. They yeah. should stop discounting that. Mm-hmm. But I think that this proves that we can play in every arena. Absolutely. We can put pen to paper, and we can create um, beautiful words and beautiful like vision made whole. But we can also speak.
2: Yeah. You know, we can do that. But at one point, that's all we could do. Was mm-hmm. speak. That's all we had was the you know oral presentations mm-hmm. you know yeah. so yeah that was our magic still is our magic like you said
1: cool uh, Christina what upcoming events do you have on your calendar so people can can learn from you and uh, where can they reach you
2: okay well right now the best way to reach me is on Instagram which is Christina with the CH the light worker um, and here in Temple Terrace, not far from the shop, I do every second Sunday, I do community sound bath at nine o'clock and it's about an hour the whole session. And then um, I do different like workshops and whatnot. And then um, I'll have my first one here at Southern Alchemy on November 7th.
0: We can't wait. Yeah, so I'm
2: excited <laughs> for that one. So that'll be, um, you know, towards, I guess that's in, what a month. Almost yeah, like it's, going, weeks, it's going so, so fast. It is yeah. this year, but you know, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. So basically, just different workshops and different um, sound bath experiences mm-hmm. until the end of the year. Then I take a little two month break, and then I pick back again up in March. Because that self right.
0: care is everything. Yeah. It's interesting that you pick up during your birthday month. Well, <laughs> and it's still even
2: at the end of it. Like okay. I really pick up in March is when I do, and I by journaling mm-hmm. I realize the patterns of my life. I'm no good to nobody in the December, January, and February. Like mm-hmm. I just need to go ahead in my little container, get myself back up, do my self-care. Then I'm better for myself and everybody else at the end of February, beginning of March.
0: Hmm. So Aries season. Yeah, yeah. That's my new year. That's yeah. another thing
2: too. I'm like, January 1st is not my new year it's not nobody's Mm, Mm -hmm. (laughs) spring equinox is mine yeah we
0: we just gonna play along but uh we will gregorian calendar if we say so (laughs) but we know that all things become renewed in the spring um interesting that you talked about like knowing your patterns and knowing when you're not any good um i'm no good in the summer
2: oh yeah i just i just want (laughs) to feed me
1: and sit under the (laughs) ac yeah (laughs) or i want
0: to be the beach i want to walk in the woods i want to you know i want to be all the places that don't have anything to do with work so we shut down
2: yeah um it's been a pleasure thank you it's been a pleasure being here thank you
1: First of all, thank Christina Arenas for visiting us here at Southern Alchemy Wellness, and we'd like to thank our listeners for joining us. This has been the Alchemy of Wellness podcast. Be well.